Hey guys, welcome back to the Five Project. Today's guest we have as Ty. Nice, nice to see you again, Ty. Um, but yeah, Ty, tell a bit more about what you do and what you're into. Yeah, so uh, right now, man, I'm the uh, co-founder of Drive Assets, own a wholesaling company out here in Atlanta now. Um, doing about five to six deals a month at the moment, and it just got to that point. It just got there. We just we've only been in business now for six months. Okay, so it's a new venture. So we've been getting this thing rolling now. It's, it's young, but I got a fire business partner up under me. Um, uh, we've already built uh, about a four-person team, and uh, we're rolling right now. Nice. Uh, what do we're the projects rolling. look like? How high ticket are they? The low ticket or so, the deals? Yeah, see, so we're wholesaling. For those of you who don't know, we get a property under contract at a discount. And then what we do from there is we pretty much sell the contract to an investor uh, that's willing to buy it and um, usually like a fix and flip investor or rental just depending on the numbers of the deal so you got to make sure you're finding fire deals out here in Atlanta to sell that contract that's crazy because Dooley was talking about it he's trying to get to your level and so we had Dooley and then yeah. now we got Ty that's, that's insane so Ty's just pretty much doing what Dooley does he's been in it for a lot longer so he's at a little higher of a scale um, but how are you closing these deals Let's with this I want to focus on how can we get sales, right? Because a lot of the, the watchers, the viewers, it's like, you know, I have a concept. Um, how do I find leads and how can I close them? So that's a that's a good question. And that's overall, like not even just real estate, just overall. Yeah, because see, and that's the thing is so many different places you can find leads. Okay. And it, that's the part. See, when I, when I first hopped in, that was the mistake I made. We were going to get leads from everywhere. Okay. Right? We were going to get uh, probate leads, people who just inherited a property. Okay. We were going to get tax liens, people with liens on their home. We were mm -hmm. going to get pre-foreclosures. See, because at the end of the day, I got to find somebody experiencing a problem. Yeah. Okay, it's a problem-solving business. Mm -hmm. So that was the initial plan. We tried to jump into all these different lead sources, and we realized, whoa, 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 wait, we don't need to do all of this. Let's focus on one lead source. So right now, we are literally only focusing on probate. We got laser focus on understanding the process. So in a process. sense, you've niched down. We've niched those. down okay. to probate. We understand the process. We understand what their pain point is, how to talk to them, how to build a message specific to this person, and how to solve their problem. Okay. And I, and I like that. So that's another thing that we do too. And a cool thing, um, I'm surprised I'm giving this much like out to you guys because I don't tell people this. A lot of people don't know this about our company. Uh -oh. So we have multiple sectors of our company and we have hyper niche down branches of our company that come off as different companies. We have a real estate agency specific. So a real estate specific marketing company. Yes, the work still runs through the same employees. Everything's the same. We have a separate landing page and we highlight those pain points because yeah. when you're highlighting the pain points, you know how to talk to a certain target in specific. We have other agencies as well, but I think I've mentioned the real estate one, so I'm not mentioning any of the other niches that we do. Like I said, guys, I'm trying to keep it as transparent as I can. And if I can't get in the dive into the depths of a certain business that I have, I'm not going to bring it up. Um, but for that, it's a landing page. Everything's catered toward a real estate agent. It's an ad around for real estate agents. We only do products for real estate agents. Niching down helps you find the right types of customers. And then you know how to sell to them exactly, like exactly what they need. Yeah, man. And, and a good saying is, you know, if, if everybody's your customer, nobody's your customer. You know, mm -hmm. so you really got to know exactly who you're talking to and talk right to that person. So that's where we started um, as far as uh, really building out 
um, and know, another thing, in our process. another thing I wanted to mention. So you can niche down toward a type of people, or you can niche down for a service for all types of people. Right. There's, there's two ways to niche down. It's not just what type of customers. It's um, what service are you selling the customers? So you could, for example, you could only sell houses. You could only sell um, websites. You could only sell ads to all businesses, or you could only sell digital services to real estate agents, to doctors, dentists, and all that. Yeah. Yeah, and see, there's micro markets too because if if you say I'm just gonna only sell houses, it's still levels to it, you know, because you gotta know who you're selling houses to. Are you gonna be selling luxury homes? You know, are you gonna be selling that middle range hundred, you know, two hundred thousand dollar home? Because once you really understand who you're talking to, who you're looking for, things become a lot more simple. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Things become a lot more simple. I feel you. So, um, you you got the leads now. Yeah. You know what type of person you're going after. How do you approach them? What, what's your go-to strategy? Lead cold calling? Is it uh, cold emailing? Is it door cold, like cold approach? Or yeah. how do you do it? So we're cold calling. And the reason we even went into this business is because the business aligned with, you know, my strengths personally. Um, I, got a, I got a real dense sales background. Okay. And um, it's, it's absolutely my expertise along with my business partner. Nice. So we said we were just going to straight attack it. So we went in cold calling, building a cold calling system, uh, and, and that's what we're doing now. And um, the thing about cold calling, man, is, is I like things you can control. Mm -hmm. You know, I can't control somebody calling a sign. I can't control, um, you know, someone responding back to a text. Yeah. But I can control what happens when you pick up the phone. The conversation. I can control yeah. the amount of calls that I'm making every single day. Uh, it's the most um, active and offensive um, strategy there is uh, regarding marketing and that's why we because we chose that strategy we were able to keep our costs fairly low relative to the amount of uh, you know revenue and contracts we were able to pick up within that short amount of time that's insane like that was fucking insane. He can control all the aspects from the conversation to the talking to the person, what they're thinking, how they're feeling. Yeah, how many calls he's making. He can control that. It, it's, it throws everything back on yourself. So you know if you fail, it's not because you got unlucky. It's because you didn't fucking put in the work. It's very simple. Yeah. I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. No, <clears throat> my bad. But getting into that a little bit more, it's like, okay, so now dive into your sales system a little bit more. Or um, what do you say when you hop on a cold call? Or how, how, how do you take it from there? Man, that's a good question because we sucked uh, at first. Everybody does. We I sucked feel like. at first. And see, the thing about it is we didn't suck because we didn't know how to sell. It's just you really don't know how to talk to this person, right? Okay. You really got to learn how do I speak directly to this person. Their language, their lingo. Every their business language. has a, yeah. Their language. The, the biggest mistake most people uh, make is you try to speak your language to them instead of their language. You know, so you say uh, very uh, things that are going to be valuable more so to you. Hey, I need some time. Hey, can I get some time from you? Hey, can I, can I, can I? It's not buyer-based messaging. Exactly. So, like, I feel like one of the most important skills you can have, period, is being able to adjust your vocabulary based on who you're talking to. It's not fake. It's not having dual personalities. You enter a predominantly specific neighborhood, you have to talk their lingo or they don't take you seriously. You, you're having lunch or dinner at a super fancy restaurant, you have to talk their lingo to the, um, the waiters, to the people in the restaurant, or they're not going to take you seriously. You got to know how to change and adapt constantly. And, and that goes into exactly change what you said. Change and adapt constantly. See, the thing about probate is, by the way, these are people who have recently experienced a death, okay? And 
um, they're now inheriting a property of a loved one who's just passed. First of all, that's a sensitive ass situation. Yeah. All right. So you, you better you don't don't just jump in this and no crazy shit. At yeah. This, point. this person just experienced the death. It's highly emotional. Also, we don't know what even what class is this person in. Yeah. I mean, I got people dying in Sandy Springs. I got people dying in Buckhead. <laughs> and you know, I also got people dying in the west side of Atlanta. So it's a very wide range of the type of person you're gonna be speaking with. So you got to be very dynamic when knowing how yeah. to quickly adjust. When hey, I, I need to bring it right here, mm-hmm. or hey, I, I need to be here with it. You have to yeah. understand that so you know who you're talking to. And the only way you're gonna do that is by taking action and doing it, not sitting there and making a fucking plan. Oh, you yeah. can make a plan, yeah. and like like literally, I've seen people. They make the script. I'm gonna say this. They're gonna respond with this. I'm gonna say this, and then somebody throws you with a curveball. <laughs> and it's not you're like oh fuck. Like I had a sales team, and we thought it was a good idea to do that. Even I did that in the beginning. Somebody says something like, like I, it was like, um, I don't even remember. I'm not going to lie. But it was a long line. They threw a curveball. And my guys looked at me like on the phone like, what? And yeah. I'm fucking writing on the whiteboard and I'm trying to tell them what to say. But no, have an idea of how you're going to control the conversation. Have an idea of how you can offer value to them. Not A, B, C, you know, like an exact script. Value-based conversations. That's it right there. Have value-based conversations. Especially when you cold calling. These people did not expect you to just give them a call right now. So Mm -hmm. you better come on this conversation speaking hot fire. And not apologetically. I'm sorry. Are you busy right now? Don't ask them that shit. Not apologetically. Mm -hmm. Come out giving value and earn their time. That's the thing you got to do. They're not just going to give it to you. First of all, if you've caught the right person, they may be in need. It needs to be a problem there. You don't make money with people not experiencing problems. Problems, yeah. So first of all, if you're getting cussed out and they don't want to give you time, it, sometimes there's nothing. You could be the best damn salesperson in the world. If there's not a problem there, you need to move to the next lead. But if there's a problem there and you're coming speaking directly to this person, the conversation is going to flow. And it's not going to be perfect out the gate. Just make sure the those those objections that you get, yeah. write them down. Mm-hmm. Build it out. Improve it. That shit's going to suck at first, but rep, it's going to take reps like anything else. But follow-up is key. Do you believe in that? Do you follow up with these people that curse you out? Do you still think they're a lead anymore? Is it... So we've built, our system that we're building is mm-hmm. unique from a lot of what I'm seeing okay. other people build because we believe so much in the follow-up. Mm-hmm. We have an inside sales rep um, that is completely there for that nurturing portion. Okay. Like we're following up probably more than anybody else that I've spoke, uh, mm-hmm. spoken to. Um, and just to give you a high-level overview of our process, we got a cold caller okay. who sees who's interested. Mm-hmm. We got someone... He, See, our cold caller does not have to be that dynamic. We keep it nice and simple for them. We just want to know if this person is interested. Exactly. Just slightly interested. At that point, you're going to my inside salesperson who's then going to be a bit more skilled, can qualify you, really see if you're an opportunity. Once we know you're qualified, there's a problem there, your opportunity, Todd's getting on the phone with you and it's over. Exactly. Did you guys see what he said there? There's a process. There's a system. Let's say fucking everybody dies. Like, they're all walking across the street one day as a group and they all get hit by a bus. Some new guy can come in the business and run it. Because somebody picks up the phone, calls. Somebody nurtures a lead. Somebody closes them. It's a process. Yeah. And they know what each of them are supposed to do and anybody can take over. It's easy to sell the business. It's easy, easy to level up and scale up. But you need to have those processes in place. And that, that's yeah. what I feel like has led to a larger success. You have a process. Yeah. And then great people, right? Building the process. Listen, this, this shit is not easy. And see, this is the thing, too, I tell people all the time. When you first start any business, especially my real estate agents, my wholesalers, you're self-employed, meaning you're an employee of yourself. I spoke to someone who recently became an agent and verbatim, 
I said, you know, so what's your schedule like? And they literally said, I have a flexible schedule. Listen, there is no flexible schedule. You just have no schedule. Yeah. See, the thing about it is people will work 40, 80 hours for another company. And then when it's time to work for themselves, all of a sudden there's flexibility there. Yeah. There is no flexibility. You got to bust your ass working for yourself. And the thing about it is when you're going back and forth, getting that gallon of water, you know, trying to feed yourself and your family, which be, which, which is what being self-employed is. is, you got to make sure you're putting a system in place, a pipeline, a stream that can work without your action. Because without that system, you're gonna be trapped and you're gonna be a slave in that. To that, you're business. still an employee. You can have your own business and still be an employee of the I'm business. I'm still an employee of my business. I can't leave yet. Exactly. I can't leave. Shit happens, but you have the process in place. I'm sure at the end of 2020, you're gonna be big balling, traveling. Oh yeah. Because he's already. It's not like he's not making money. He's making bank. That's not the issue. The issue is he's an employee of the business. And we work with clients all the time who are employees of their business. They can go on vacation for two weeks max and everything's fucking ape shit when they come back. The reason is they don't have systems and these are the same people that get stuck with one or at a max of two, three businesses and that's it. Yeah. Because they, they can't free up their time ever. You're always working in the business and not on the business. And yes, that might sound kind of cliche to people who haven't done it. Once you do it, you have a process in place. You're not micromanaging. It's not about what you want. It's about what the clients want. Now you're leveling up. Now you're talking the language of billionaires. Now you're talking the language of multimillionaires. That's how you level up. It's a system. The system is everything. And we came in, me and my business partner, man, he, that's it. And let's talk partnerships <laughs> for, for, for a second now too. Because uh, a partnership in business is just like a partnership anywhere else, right? It's a relationship. So just like how you have a partnership, a partnership with a young lady, right? You guys got to have the same values, okay? The same yeah. goals, mm -hmm. the same work ethic, mm -hmm. the same vision. A lot of those things have to be aligned. And in business, ideally, this person can, you know, have some strengths where you may not have them. And damn it, I'm so happy my business partner has some strengths. Well, I'm not the, yeah. the absolute tightest. Don't look for somebody who's the exact copy of you because that's not going to help you. That's going to create problems because you're going to have disagreements on where you both think you're the strongest. If you're looking for a business partner, find someone who fills off where you leave. Um, meaning if your strengths are sales, cold calling, find somebody whose strengths are working in the business and maybe they're not so you know extroverted um, and they're more you know, to themselves, but they fill off where you leave. So... Complimenting yeah, personalities. Complimenting personalities. And my business partner is phenomenal at documenting processes. He's phenomenal at building out human resource systems. Um, he, he's really phenomenal at the management and the systemization of the whole human resource process, which what, a, what cold calling is. Sales is, is human resources. You got to know how to talk to people, how to deal with people, how to train, how to manage, how to recruit, um, and, and really have... It's, it's a lot of leadership involved to really run and not just... Uh, build a, 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 a sales team, but scale mm -hmm. a sales team. It takes a lot of leadership and a lot of skills, and, and I'm blessed to have somebody that dynamic there um, because, you know, I'm still in the business. So, you know, I'm going to appointments. I'm doing a lot of different things in which, by the way, every time I do something, when you're thinking systems, whenever you're doing something, you're building it out. Exactly, You're yeah. not just doing it to, do, to it. do it. Yeah, you're doing it to leave behind like something for somebody to take up upon and make absolutely. it absolutely you can't just do it once right it's doing it so somebody could do it again a million times with a team and i don't have to be there absolutely yeah. it's a big experiment it's a big guinea pig experiment that's what that's what i look at myself as and uh every time i do something i get a little bit better at it the process gets a little bit sharper 
And um, you see, I, I put together yeah. like this this okay kind of process. Yeah. And my business partner comes behind me. He sees the shit I have. And he's like, optimize. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I got it. I got it. I, I know what to do with this. That's shit. clean. But see, you yeah. you put in the effort originally to put something there, foundation there. And cold. If you're using cold calling strategy, it's fucking hell. It's not easy. You oh, call people that curse you out. You call people that are like, yeah, I don't need your time. Just fuck off. Like literally. You gotta understand, you're calling them, interrupting their day. They could be having an argument with their um, significant other. They could be in an argument with their employees. They could be having the best day of their life. You don't know how you're gonna catch them. So having a, a not even a script, being able to optimize and change up based on what the situation is, you're calling and then you find out what the situation is. So you gotta know yeah. how to, you gotta really know how to fucking, and how do you learn? You learn by doing. So don't, don't sit there and research. Sit there, get a list of 100 people, the way I started, I had businesses that like, I value them, right? I high value. I want these clients. Eh, you know, these people are cool. I'd love to have them, but you know, it's cool. And then people are like, you know, if I got like cool, but I'm not going to go out and reach out to them. I call yeah. those low value ones, um, fucking practiced on them a hundred calls. I look stupid as shit. Yeah, but I'm never going to see them in my life. They're never going to hear of me again. Cause I didn't walk in there. Hey, my name is FaZe Ron. I live at what? Like this, like, no, they, they just know, Hey, I'm FaZe. I'm with this company. They probably don't know how to spell the name of the company. Like it's, it's <laughs> not that serious, man. So just get out there, make the calls and then you're going to learn, reiterate, and you're going to become a legend at some point if you keep doing it. Yeah. Consistency is key. Consistency is key, man. It's, and, 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 I, and I tell, I was talking to my friend about this recently, man. It's a minimum threshold of struggle that you have to experience to have any level of breakthrough. Minimum threshold. And most people, they're going to break before they can even hit that minimal threshold. Mm -hmm. You know, they can't really weather or persevere through that, which is why, man, I'm so cool with giving away the game. Because I, nobody's going to do it. Nobody's going to fucking actually do it. It's, it's okay. Yeah. Like, I, there's literally videos out there for all of us to get six-pack abs, right? Yeah. Now. How many of you have six-pack <laughs> abs? Exactly. Yeah. It's like... How many people have it? You know what I mean? It's not about, yeah. it's not about whether or not the game is out there. And that's why, it, it, but it, it, it's also about having a mindset of abundance, you know, um, but you, guys, it's, you got to really be able to, you got to be willing to put the work in. And, and I just say that you're willing to put it in. Yeah, I mean, you're working when nobody's watching. Um, do you really go to the gym if your girlfriend's gone for three weeks? Like shit like that matters. Like, are you putting in the work for the sake of putting in work for yourself, for your future, not to show off, not to take yeah. a snap story at fucking 4 a.m. saying that you're awake? <laughs> like, I'm serious. The shit matters. Do the work. Don't act like you're doing the work. It's, 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 nobody gives a shit. Everybody's caring about themselves at the end of the day. They're using your examples that they're watching to compare that, their lives to yours. They don't give a fuck about you. They care about how they rank up to you. And yeah. I feel like that's how I actually... That's how everybody's living. Yeah. So any other tips you got for people trying to get into it? Like maybe how they can find these leads? Should they scrape the list? or? So see, I, I'm in probate. Let me, let me talk probate specific. You're going to have to go down there to the county and you're going to have to go ahead and manually get those names. And that's to get the best data. That's the, see, data is everything. And if you want the best data, especially in our business, it's coming from the courthouse. So you're going to have to go down there or... Send somebody down there like myself. We have runners in, in, in about five different counties that give us this data. But if you're not going to go about doing that, which we didn't start out that way, you're going to have to go down there, get the data. Manual as hell, but get the information. The beauty of probate is it comes with numbers. Mm -hmm. Oof, those numbers are good, by the way. You go home. You got the number. You call. You mess up. You screw up the first couple times. 
get a script. It scripts online. They kind of suck, but who cares? You got to build off of them. They're just you foundation. Build yeah. build off of them. They're just foundational and use it as a guideline to have a conversation. And remember, the, the, the key of it all is that you're having a conversation with a human being. I was going to get into that too. Your goal is not to fucking sell them a house, not to sell them a website or ads or a fucking chandelier. Where the fuck you sell? The goal is not to sell them. The goal is to get them talking to you. We never... What the fuck just happened to my computer? Like, I'm sorry. Um, okay, we're recording the audio. And I, I just see this, like, shit pop up. Anyways, the, the goal is for us to get the email, to get a number, to get them a point of contact. What's the goal for you guys? Because I know the goal is not to sell them a house. No. The goal is to find out maybe if they're interested. Is it? See, and that's the thing, too. And we call it intent. Like, you always need to have a very clear intent before you get on the phone. See, for us, now we have a system. So yeah. every person who gets on the phone has a different intent. Mm-hmm. My cold caller, when his when he gets on the phone, his intent is just to let them know who we are and to see if they're interested in selling. That's it. Once we get that they're interested in selling, he's gonna tell them a little bit about who we are, schedule them. Schedule the ske- keyword. Schedule them, not convince them and give them every bit detail of your company on the phone. A lot of people fail with this. Right. Yeah. Schedule them so somebody who's better at it or more knowledgeable can come in there prepared. Right. Yeah. Right. Now we were we were the, when we first started. Yeah, it's like that first conversation. We were trying to sell their ass on the very first conversation. Yeah. But of course we had to build it out. We had to put a system in place. So the intent's much clearer now. So that person's job is even much easier. Yeah. Now his job is oh, all, all I got to do is figure out if they want to sell. Mm-hmm. You when that intent is clear before you pick up the phone, clarity. Yeah. Clarity. Second person, his intent is to find a problem. Yeah. All he's doing is finding the problem. All he's doing is see, uh, seeing if there's something that we can solve at mm-hmm. that point. And see, my intent now, when I get a lead, I'm all, see, I'm doing, I'm doing deep research before I pick up the phone. I'm knowing what the house is worth. They're yeah. not talking numbers. I'm yeah, knowing yeah. what the house is worth. I'm knowing what I'm about to put. I, I know what I want to get it uh, locked up for. And depending on who the lead is and what the situation is, I can lock it up right over the phone in, in, in some cases because that's happened. It's happening actually more frequently as... Um, we get the the system a bit cleaner, and I get better myself. You know, but talking, see, the reason uh, for that is he knows he has a niche down type of customer. He knows what yeah. the problems are. He knows how to target them. He's not on his toes every time he calls somebody because he doesn't know what they want. Right. Um, so just over time takes time, but yeah, man, awesome. Some solid tips for anybody. Yeah. And where can people reach you if they want to reach out or ask questions or anything? Yeah, man. So Instagram is gonna be the best place to reach me, man. You can reach me at real R E A L phone God, at at real phone God, and yeah, man. Nice. It, it, and tell real. them what that means. Real phone God means he can close anybody on the phone. Yo, like, so, yeah. yeah. See, actually, see, being a phone God, it really represents the ability to communicate. I, I consider myself a master communicator, and see the thing, and I built, um, I'm building these businesses off the phone. And it's just so powerful. It's such a high-level skill to understand how to communicate. Guys, I cannot tell you how important it is to invest in your ability to talk to another human being. If you don't know how to do it, you need to figure it out. Yeah. That's key. You're selling to people, not to animals or nothing. Yeah, man. You're selling to people. So know how to talk to them. Know how to talk their lingo, their language. Adapt. Consistency is key at the end of the day. But that was solid. We'll call it a wraps for the Pride Project for today. Yeah. Um, thank you yeah, for coming on, Ty. Yeah, But... Stay profitable. Nah, I fucked it up. Stay profitable, peoples. That's what Dooley would say. So let's keep it with that. All right, I see you guys. (laughs) Cool. I like it. Yeah.